It's 2022, which means it's a renewal year and you need CEUs. 30 if you're in South Carolina, and three of those have to be on ethics, jurisprudence, and whatever else goes in that category. Look, the year's going by fast, and you can knock out all those requirements with a MedBridge subscription, and you can get 40% off with the discount code BETTERFASTERPOD. I have a friend named Shelly, and she's a little lazy. Her words, not mine. She hasn't done any Con Ed over the past year and a half until she got her subscription set up. And what she does is she just puts modules on her phone while she watches 90 Day Fiance. Great show, by the way. Is she learning anything? No. But is she getting the local governing bodies off her bat? Yes. Your subscription also includes NSCA credits, OCS certification prep courses, patient education, home exercise programs, EMR integration. There's tons and tons of resources. Again, use the discount code BETTERFASTERPOD to get 40% off your individual subscription. That's the best price that MedBridge offers, okay? Only the best for our listeners. Now enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Better Faster Podcast. We're your hosts, Brandon and Josh. Today's episode is going to be all about temporomandibular joint dysfunction. We're going to call it TMD for short for the rest of the episode because that's just a mouthful. Um, but before we get into this, Josh, we've done two or three episodes now. We hadn't even brought up the fact you just recently got engaged. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. Thank you for bringing that up. I'm, very, I'm a very lucky man. Congratulations, man. Yeah, Thank you. I'm, I'm happy for y'all. Um, happier for you. You're definitely marrying up for sure. I am. I'm out kicking my coverage for sure. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> The other thing, man, is uh, I, I saw you were recently at Wadapalooza. You had some athletes compete. They did actually quite well. They did, man. We were very fortunate. You know, we've had some great athletes, man. They work really hard. It makes my job easy. I just, you know, try to put, you know, put a path together. But they're the ones that do the work and follow it, and then really uh, are deserve all the credit. Um, we were fortunate enough to have a female team down there and a male team down there. Um, female team uh, is from Carolina CrossFit. All of them local athletes in Columbia. They follow a competition program at the gym. And they uh, they did great. They were in the scale division, finished top ten, and then we had an uh, elite male team, um, which was very hard to qualify for. Those guys are all uh, regionals athletes. Regionals all athletes have been multiple times to regionals, and they came together to form this team. Because look, the rules I should be from anywhere. They formulated a team. They also finished top ten. They were the only team to win two events, um, so they crushed it. Uh, it was, it always gets me fired up to get back to work. Uh, I can't can't thank them enough because I get just as much out of it as they probably do, man. Yeah, I was I was trying my best to keep up with social media. I mean, it was just constant posts, but it looked awesome. It looked like just like a big party. It's, uh, it's huge, kind of like man. Yeah. spring break, but probably no alcohol. It's a bunch of crossfitters. <laughs> dude, probably sitting I, drinking kombucha. Dude, know. the athletes might not be, but the, the spectators <laughs> are enjoying themselves. It's, it's cool. It's a big fitness festival they have. I mean, it's 1,500-plus competitors. There is every vendor you can think of from a, you know, a CrossFit or fitness apparel or different uh, you know, gadgets or the next new thing. Mm-hmm. Wadapalooza is a place a lot of time they unveil new things. And uh, There were some bars on the premises as well. Uh, you know, I think Tito's Vodka had its own booth. So <laughs> okay. uh, there were some – if you wanted to, you could indulge a little bit. <laughs> sure. So, so yeah, just – I, I think the marketing is genius because just the qualifying workouts, if, yeah. if you keep up with those, I mean, they, you can tell they're there to put on a show. I mean, oh, they have yeah. the monsters competing. Mm-hmm. And your, your group, ninth out of what, 45 teams? Uh, yeah, I think it was, yeah, 40, I think it was 48, and, and all of them were made, essentially almost every one of them were made up of regionals athletes or games athletes. So it was a tough field. That's impressive. So let's go and put it out there now. What are the chances of a Carolina performance training athlete making it to the 2018 CrossFit Games this year? Oh, man. I, I, I love all my guys, and I think that they all have some great potential. I hate making any um, Don't guesses. Don't want to do it? Don't want to do it? I'm not going to guarantee anything. But to tell you the truth, like we, we do have some people that not only have the talent but have put in the work 
um, and they truly deserve everything that they receive. And so I expect uh, you know a few of them to make it back to regionals. You know, they're perennial regional guys, and uh, they're going to be fighting for it. I wouldn't be surprised at the end of the, that Sunday at regionals. Uh, you know, there might be at least something to celebrate. All right, all right. Yeah, cool. man, I'm trying to trying to ride the line there. I love my guys, so I'm always going to pull for them. All I right. think that's the world of them. I hear you, man. Well, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We, hopefully. Um, I'm not Joe Namath over here. I don't know. Yeah, it's tough. <laughs> but man, we need to get in this uh, this TMJ or TMD. Um, you know, the this is something that I was fortunate enough to get to see a couple times in clinic. How often do you think you see it in a year, Brady? You know, it's it's not as often as the typical knee, shoulders, or back pain that we see. Maybe once a month, probably somewhere between ten and twelve an entire year. Um, but it is something that I treat. Largely from a mechanical standpoint, tend to get your results. So, um, in that, uh, so it's more of the uh, bio in the biopsychosocial model um, is what my patients usually tend to respond to. You can always incorporate pain science into everything you do, but um, you know, if it's acute, they usually get better fast. If it's chronic, it's going to take a little more time. Yeah. Um, so another, you know, in school we talk about all these different types of uh, this disorder. It can be different things. What's, what you say is the most common presentation of TMD that you see? Yeah. So it's kind of the, the typical story is that I'll get a patient who had a dental procedure done and they had their cheeks pried open for a long period of time. And then they start developing a click whenever they open and close their mouth. Uh, at some point they started getting some tightness and some pain, usually on one side of the jaw and the typical diagnosis for that. And I think the literature supports it too, is what's called the anterior displacement with reduction. So that's a type of internal internal derangement. So basically what that means is that when the patient opens their mouth, there's a little disc that's kind of sandwiched in between the jaw and the skull, and it basically gets pushed anterior, kind of like in front of the jaw. And that's what kind of creates that click. But it usually does go back in place, and you'll kind of feel whenever um, – you can actually feel as a therapist when you palpate. You put a stethoscope on as well if it's like a little more subtle. Uh, but it's painful. You know, they'll have it whenever they talk loudly, when they yawn, when they chew certain types of food, that kind of thing. And sometimes it kind of creates some issues whenever they sleep as well, too, especially if they grind their teeth. So that's that's usually what we find. Yeah. So somebody say somebody comes in the clinic. I think this the only TMD that I saw when I was uh, with you here this past summer uh, was anterior displacement. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Tell, you know, what do you do with this person? They walk in the door, you assess that you think this is what it is. What, you know, what kind of things are you going to work on with them? Yeah, so, uh, you know, one, one point I wanted to make when we were talking about this is that pretty much every TMD patient that you are going to see is also going to be a cervical spine patient. So just real quick example. So if you're listening to this right now, sit up tall and click your teeth together a few times. Just about three or four times. Now let your head fall forward like you're like really zoned in on your phone and click your teeth together. And did you feel a change? Yes, most of you probably did. And what you probably felt is that when your head fell forward, your jaw kind of went back into the back of your skull, basically retracted a little bit. And the reason for that is because the muscles that open the jaw, they kind of pull it down and back. So they kind of get kind of tight. And so you can treat the jaw itself. A lot of times you'll make a change, but if you change, but if you don't address the cervical spine, you might not make a difference with them. So you always have to assess that just as much as the jaw. And then we can also get into a whole cascade of issues that if we're, you know, in that retracted position, heads forward, we're also going to crunch down on the back of the skull. That's the suboccipital area. So that's basically the space between the, the skull and the vertebrae. And that can create a whole cascade of issues like headaches, um, actually some ringing of the ears, um, other types of facial pain. The list goes on and on. Yeah. So, so, Positioning, huge, treating the cervical spine. I know that there is 
uh, a combination of some manual therapy and exercise that you like to do to, to work on this type of issue. So uh, can you talk to me about some of that? Like what are you going to do? You know, I know we, I've seen you needle this. I've seen you uh, do you know certain exercises with it. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. So I, I kind of have about five bread and butter techniques that tend to work for most of the TMD patients that I see. Uh, usually, you mentioned needling first, so we're going to dry needle pretty much all the muscles of mastication because usually by the time they come and see me, the whole side of their face is tight and sore, that kind of thing. But I think the money is in hitting the superior head of the lateral pterygoid because if you got to go back to the anatomy books, the, that muscle actually attaches to the disc itself and the joint capsule. So it makes sense that if that muscle is over tension, it's tight, that it's actually going to maybe yank that disc out of place. And so a lot of times you stick a needle into that and maybe run electricity into it. Sometimes you don't have to do that. The click goes away and then you're getting somewhere. Um, I will usually do some manual therapy on the mandible itself. So that's actually exactly like it sounds. You're going to put a glove on and, you know, stick the thumb in the mouth. And um, it's gentle techniques. It's not, you know, super aggressive uh, type of mobilization, but you're basically going to do some, like, distractions, some glides, things like that. It's pretty gentle. But a lot of times that will make a difference within the session. Besides that, there's a few exercises you'll do. There's some relaxation techniques. You know, you can have some other tools in your toolbox. We could do, you know, some manual releases to the other muscles mastication like the masseter. We usually crack the cervical spine because there's a big nucleus where a bunch of cranial nerves kind of come together. And a lot of times if you can take some pressure off of that, it tends to give them some relief. And um, so, yeah, that's kind of it in a nutshell. Um, I guess I guess exercise-wise, too, um, we'll do some deep neck flexor, uh, cervical extensor training, postural muscles, things like that as well. But um, not a lot of loading for the jaw itself. We might do some isometrics just to alleviate pain. But the rest of it comes with usually activity modification as well. Awesome, man. And if somebody is really acute with this, is this – a pretty quick fix, possibly. You know, if they come to you pretty quickly, they might be able to get you know get out of that pain and get that clip removed pretty quick. And it usually is, yeah. So it's it's kind of like anything else, uh, any other kind of musculoskeletal diagnosis. The the, the T the TMJ is a joint, just like any other joint. And when it's acute, the quicker you can get it addressed, the quicker it's going to get better. So a lot of times, it's it's one treatment, one shot, one kill, maybe two or three. But you should usually make a difference with one session. You should at least be heading the right direction, and that also helps your buy in with the patient too. Awesome, man. Yeah, I, I only, again, like I said, I got to see it a couple times, and, and the needling for that was, it, it looked pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. I'm glad you were putting the needles in. I got to watch. Uh, I, I definitely wanted to brush up on my anatomy. Uh, hey, that's like what the interns are for, man. Just start needling them. Yeah, I got to practice, got somebody to practice on, too. Um, and I think, yeah, I think we may have saw it twice in eight weeks, and the I, one of them was a one-time. Um, mm-hmm. It was quick. It was, it was easy. person felt better pretty much by the end of the session and didn't have to require anything else the other person was pretty pretty shortly thereafter so mm-hmm. uh, I know that this, this seems to be a pretty a good formula for success mm-hmm. um, anything else you want to add on on TMJ itself or or maybe even just tr- the cervical spine aspect of it or anything like that yeah I mean that's I mean that's a that's a big big thing I, like I said I spend just as so much time on the neck as the jaw itself um, you have to also just think about <clears throat> just what the patients do on a typical basis do they do they sit at a desk for a living if so if they're having jaw pain, what is the position of their head? How do they sleep at night? How many pillows do they have? Um, there's a test that we use to assess called the cotton roll test where you'll basically roll up a piece of gauze and you'll put it on the patient's molars and have them bite down. And when they do that, what it does is it gaps the joint. So if it gives them relief, then we're thinking it's more of like a capsular restriction. That's usually going to 
when it's a little more long-term. Um, but if it creates more pain, it's usually muscular. In reality, you're treating both every time they come in. But the point with that is, is that if it's more of a, um, you know, capsule issue, then maybe you want to also talk to them about certain foods they eat. You know, maybe for a temporary amount of time, avoiding back fighting down on hard things, hard things like candy and stuff like that. One other point I wanted to make too, though, is that um, splints actually work well for this. Crucial uh, okay. splints, and that's something where you want to have a good relationship with, you know, your local dentist, orthodontist, that kind of thing too, um, because they actually do have a, a good success rate. Basically, what that does is it puts the jaw in a relaxed position. So, just like if, if you're listening to this right now, you basically close your lips, just lightly press the tongue against the roof of your mouth, and just keep a little bit of space in between your teeth. And that's a relaxed position. And it makes sense that if someone's like grinding their teeth at night or something like that, and they wear one of those, that it's going to give them a little bit of relaxation to help with the symptoms, essentially. Awesome, man. I know if I, uh, you know, have anybody that has some of these issues, these a lot of people I know just live with it, and it's something that could could get treated uh, yeah. pretty easily if they if they seek out the right person. Yeah, a lot of people don't realize that this is part of physical therapy. This is what we do. Yeah, definitely, man. Yeah, it was one of those things I, I'll, I'll be quite honest, I wasn't aware of until I entered PT school and we began talking about uh, began talking about it. So um, the, the more you know, exactly. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, I know before we uh, we get out of here, we do want to uh, talk about a couple things coming up. Uh, we had. Uh, the awesome Dr. Shante Cofield last uh, week on the on the podcast. She was amazing, man. Thoroughly enjoyed that combo, and that's coming up uh, next uh, two weeks. Two weeks, February two weeks, 3rd. February yeah, 3rd, yeah, February third. Um, still some spots available. Not many. That thing's filling up. Yeah, um, yeah we're going to get some more chairs, but uh, <laughs> it's uh, you know it's going to be a great course. Can't wait to have her here. That's here at Vertex PT Specialist on February third, one day through Rock Tape, that Rock Tape Blades course, and then about a month after that, a little over a month. We have that Fitness Athlete Live seminar with Mitch Babcock and Ryan Smith and the, the guys from ICE, and that's going to be two-day event at Carolina CrossFit, the 10th and the 11th. Uh, it's both days, action-packed, a lot of info, going to be so much fun, and really, in my opinion, almost a must if you're going to work with the fitness athlete or the CrossFit or the obstacle course racer, uh, that population. Um, anything else you want to add, sir? Uh, no, I think that's good. I totally agree with that last point there. Um, if you want to learn to speak the language of the functional fitness athlete, got to go to that course. Um, yeah, man. Two of the top 40 most influential PTs in the world. I think so, yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah they put out some great info. Yeah, I can't do. wait to learn from them. Uh, as always, if you need to find out more from me, uh, go to at CPT underscore strength on Instagram or Carolina Performance Training on Facebook or www.carolinaperformancetraining.com. Brandon can be found at VertexPT or VertexPT.com. Or we have our Better Faster Instagram and uh, website as well, BetterFasterPodcast.com or at BetterFasterPodcast. Please don't forget to go on iTunes and leave us a review. We really appreciate it. We've gotten some great feedbacks thus far and some good questions too. This was a question as well. Um, shout out to Coleman for throwing out this uh, this uh, topic yeah. here for us to talk about. Uh, we want to talk about what people want to hear about, so please Leave a review, leave a question, uh, let us know how we're doing and what we can do better or topics you want us to talk about. And tune in next week for another new episode. This episode is brought to you by Vertex PT Specialist. One patient per doctor of physical therapy per hour. Guaranteed. The best physical therapy ever. Check us out at vertexpt.com or on the gram at vertexpt.